This is a City of Crestview podcast. Welcome to Civic View. I'm your host, Chance Levins, and I serve as your digital media specialist here at the City of Crestview. One of my primary roles is to help facilitate communication between you and your local government. And here at City Hall and all across the city, we believe in transparency and we value civic engagement. And we hope this podcast will be a great opportunity for both. So let's get started. Hello, Crestview, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Civic View. On today's episode, we're going to continue with the tale of two cities. So again, uh, for Fort Walton Beach, I have uh, City Manager, Mr. Michael Beatty. Thanks for having me again. Yes, thanks for being back on the show again. And we have our City Manager for Crestview, Mr. Tim Bolduck. This is going to be fun. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Um, So in this episode, we're going to get down a little bit. We kept it a little light in the last episode. Um, We didn't want to put you guys to sleep, but we're not going to do that in this one either. But we're going to get down into a little bit more of what it means to run a city and what it means to be the city manager running that city and the types of decisions that you have to face and um, the decisions that you have to make sometimes that are difficult or maybe easy when you're making these decisions to plan out for the future, because something we talk about constantly on this podcast. And one of the things that I'm very passionate about is the, is the future of Crestview and the way we, we look forward, uh, towards the future, at least I do and where we're going with Crestview. And, um, so, so to start that, I think I'm going to start with you, Tim, on this one. So, you spent time working in Fort Walton right? when you've been a city manager here now for over a year and a half, right? Yep. And so the first thing I want to ask you is what, what to you, as far as running the city and your understanding, what's the, what's the biggest challenge between Crestview versus Fort Walton? Uh, Crestview versus Fort Walton or yeah, the so job in general? The, so doing your job here, um, what's what's one of the more challenging things you have um, as the city manager? You versus think? Fort Walton. Yeah. yeah, so it would be the lack of, of um, structure that exists in a city that's had a city manager for an extended period of time. So coming on board here, uh, I came from a place that was very well organized, had very, um, and not that Crestview wasn't organized, but in the manager form of government, it was very well organized. And so uh, Michael has his responsibilities, the finance director, the, you know, the public works director, the utility director, everybody knows their role. Uh, There are systems and processes in place uh, to, for everything from how you purchase, uh, you know, pencils to um, when the budget is done and how the budget is processed. And and so those things are all head up, uh, headed up by the city manager. Um, And so Fort Walton has extremely good um, fixed processes in place. And and when I got here, um, it was different. Everybody had their own process. So, you know, the fire department is good at running the fire department and police was good at running the police department. And But n- none of them really worked together towards the same goal. Right. And so the biggest challenge uh, coming in was me having an expectation that I would walk into looking at a budget, something similar to what I looked at before. And it was not anything like that. Yeah. Having to build it up. I mean, you, so and to break it down in simpler terms, Fort Walton Beach has a government infrastructure set to run kind of smoothly, so to speak. And you had to come in and actually build it for us, basically. Basically, yeah. In, uh, Chris, uh, Fort Walton has one infrastructure, one business-styled infrastructure. Chris, you had seven small businesses running under Fun. <laughs> okay, so so to that to that question, so so we know what it was for Tim. Um, I mean, 
I don't want to take you all the way back to the beginning of yours, but maybe in the last couple of years, what's been probably the more challenging thing for Fort Walton Beach? Well, losing uh, me. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, t- Tim was a Tim was an integral part. You know, with him running engineering and utilities, um, that that was the meat of a lot of the, what the city did. I mean, we're a full service city. We do everything: water, sewer, garbage, recycling, police, fire, recreation. You name it. And he had one of the biggest, um, you know, departments. So when he left, that that created a big hole that I had to fill. And luckily, I, I've been there long enough. I've been able to create a really good team. There were people that Tim had brought along that were ready to, you know, fill in. Um, and, and so that was that was a challenge for us. The other challenge was is um, a lot of times in government, status quo is the way to go. Yeah, you know. Um, I've, I've been lucky with, with city council through my tenure that they're willing to be cutting edge. They're willing to take risks and, 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 you know, be the first to do something. And so we've been really working on how can we make the city better? And they, they understand that, Hey, there are going to be tough decisions, you know, um, to, to make. And, and luckily they've been they've been along for the ride. And so uh, the fire assessment was one of the, one of the biggest things in the last two years, we, we took a beating for that, but in the end it has worked out for us. We did everything we said we were going to do. We added, you know, we expanded our fire department, we expanded our police department. And because of that, the citizens are getting a better level of service. Yeah. I guess, I mean, it just with anything, sometimes it takes an outside perspective kind of to, knock you on the head, so to speak, and get you to see what's kind of right in front of you sometimes. Um, I, that, I mean, I, I, I can appreciate, um, what, what you're saying, both saying, as far as that goes, I mean, I, I get it in, you know, we just passed an amendment. So our city council's in there for another 19 months. So <laughs> right. here's the hope and they stay cutting edge as well. No, um, <laughs> right. but, uh, so, so when we, when we get into that, so we've talked about some challenges. So some of the other challenges you both, so you spoke about all the things that, you, that the Fort Walton Beach runs, and and we run quite a bit of things here in the city as right. well. Um, I want to ask you, what is um, some of that? Some of the groundwork of that. So so the challenges I would guess between between running a city like Fort Walton and Crestview, because Crestview now we're pretty close. We actually we have a higher population than Fort Walton right. Beach now. Right. So so we're kind of just like we're we're getting there pretty equal, you know. So um, so to that, I know that um, we contract our garbage service out. Right. And Correct. then Fort Walton Beach, you guys actually um, do your own. So there's a little bit of difference there, but <clears throat> when when we're when we're looking at it as a whole, um, is I guess I want to say is like is Crestview are we are we there are we getting there to where to a place where you know we're, we're getting that infrastructure laid we're getting to that place where we can do these types of things going forward and building a future for ourselves. Sure. So so there's I mean inside the organization yes we're we're moving um, we've we've set a lot over the last eighteen months we've done a lot we've created a lot of the systems that are necessary to make the 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 engine run with um, the least amount of direct contact from me. So so one of the things that Michael can focus on, uh, I mean, Michael can focus on everything he's that's outward facing because the internal operation that he has runs smoothly. And when, you know, he, he was gracious about my leaving, but the reality of it is the system is set. And then to for 
uh, was set for us as department heads to build up our successors so that when I did leave, there were two people that fell right in place, you know, um, and, and took up the things that one of them actually we did before I even left. And then uh, and then as soon as I left, one somebody fell right in place. And so so that allows him a lot of time to or a lot of his effort is spent facing outward. And so in Crestview, we're moving in that direction. We have a different challenge. Uh, Mike uh, serves his is about seven. He has uh, 21,000, 22,000 people in seven square miles. We have 25,000 ish, 20, something like that in 14 square miles. And so our spread is much greater. Uh, we have an additional fire department from what he has. He has uh, two two actual uh, fire stations, but he also provides ALS. We don't provide ALS. So there, there's a little bit, uh, there's nuances that are different. And that those are some of the challenges. My least favorite difference is the fact that we do not provide our wastewater. I mean, our waste, uh, um, our garbage service. Garbage, yeah, yeah. Because one of the things I liked there was that if you know if it didn't work out, I picked the phone up and they went because they worked for me. <laughs> Here, it's different. It's a contract, and so you know we take a lot of heat over things when they don't go the way that we want them to. And Wayne Steele and his team have to have to cover a lot of times for that contract. So that's that's one of the things that as we look forward, we'll look at um, either getting into maybe a better contract or or changing the way that service is provided. Okay, um, that's a good answer to that. Uh, and that kind of leads me into the next thing I want to I want to ask you, uh, Mike. So, you've kind of been down the path and you've seen it. So, what is what's something that you think, um, Tim and Crestview, us in general, what what should we be looking out for in the future while we're trying to to develop this and, and move forward as a city? You know, I, I would recommend, and and we were guilty of this in Fort Walton when Tim was there. You know, don't take on too many things at the same time. You know, focus on the good, you know, focus on one or two projects at a time. Like y'all are doing a bunch of stuff downtown, just like we are. Um, You know, if that's your downtown core usually makes or breaks your your city. Right. And if that's the most important thing that city council wants to deal with, don't try to go out and do, you know, 20 different different projects. You know, we we learned a lot. We learned a lot of lessons from trying to take on too much stuff. Now we're focusing on downtown, you know, rerouting Highway 98. That's like our biggest priority. Right. And in the background, you do things to kind of filter up to, to make that happen in the future. So, I mean, that that would be one piece of advice is don't don't try to take on too much at one time. Yeah. So I have a professor. Well, I had a professor, and one of his favorite things is how do you eat elephant? You eat elephant one bite at the time. Right. So <laughs> I, I think that's that's probably good advice um, for someone who works Hard to with listen Tim. To. Yeah. <laughs> for someone who works for Tim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That that's something that I, I I don't know. I think we're 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 doing that. I think so. You know. I mean, the mobility study um, for downtown is something that's going on right now. So if you see anyone walking around or someone asks you questions about how you feel about downtown you should be honest with them here in Crestview and let them know because that is something that we're trying to build up and and get going and I'd, I really am excited to see it grow and not just because I work downtown but I also live near downtown right right yeah that, that I mean it's it's great advice it's super hard uh to do um and and I remember we were doing we in in Fort Walton we were doing a downtown master plan a landing master plan and a um Commerce and Technology Park Master Plan all at the same time. And those are very different activities and trying to balance those and give 
each of them the the attention that they need is difficult. And I'm facing that here, and and I've fallen into some of the same stuff here. You know, we've got the Foxwood purchase, and so we're 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 master planning. Uh, you know, what are we going to do with the recreation complex at Foxwood, and then what are we? You know, we've got a mobility study downtown, and the the, the challenge is too though there there has there there's certain things that. For us, because we're a growing community, I see the potential to get them in before it's hard to get it in. Right. So, so traffic stuff that we can do here, 85 is a fixed point for us. But, but where you're downtown now, you're having to do, you're doing the around the mound, which is going to totally change uh, Fort Walton's downtown. I've got a Main Street already, and I, I brag on that fact all the time. And that one of the biggest things that I like about coming here versus when I was in Fort Walton was those restrictions of '98. And so you're fixing that, and that's going to be super cool. And you know, we had a ton of people out for for our fall festival just the other day, and you know, those are things that you're going to get to be able to see once you get them off the road. Right. There, that right. it's it's great to have that destination downtown. Yeah, uh, having that. Now place. I just need to have some businesses open. Yeah. <laughs> One, one step at a time, right? Uh, <laughs> right? We'll get there. But you don't have to say that too much because then people are going to start being like, well, it's, you got to bring the businesses in, right? You're right. going against our going going against uh, what we're trying to put out there. What we're trying to teach them, <laughs> the messaging. Yeah, the messaging. I do not open <laughs> skate parks. No. Nope. Skating um, rinks, I mean. Yeah, skating rinks. <laughs> or bowling skating alleys. Skating rink is open, though. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's exciting, actually. Um, so... All right. So when we're, we're talking about that, we're talking about those challenges and I, I can't I can't let this go without talking about COVID because sure. it has had such an enormous impact on 2020. We'll just ignore the election that was last night and some of the other things that are going on <laughs> for the moment. So let, let's talk about that, I, because I know I, I can't imagine it must have been a challenge for any city manager um, looking at what was what you couldn't even realize was on the horizon, um, you know, and then try to deal with internally with your employees, externally with your citizens, um, the budget itself, all, all the things that you did have planned that you had to stop and you had to put on hold. Um, so I, I guess to kind of keep it a little bit contained, um, I'll, I'll ask Mike first for you, what was one of the, the challenges that, that presented itself, um, or yeah, that presented itself early enough for you to, to feel like you dealt with it in a strong fashion. You know, uh, I think our biggest challenge, first of all, with COVID, there's no playbook right. for something like that. You know, when we develop emergency plans, they're mainly geared towards hurricanes and natural disasters like that. So when COVID hit, you know, and, and most of those other disasters are like, they hit you, you recover for a week or two and then you get somewhat back to normal. Yeah. I mean, we're what, eight months into it now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's not a hurricane. <laughs> we, we had to basically on the fly develop policies and procedures. And, you know, we never once thought about shutting businesses down or putting mandates on businesses because honestly, that's not government's place. Nope. You know, our focus was on how do we protect our citizens? How do we protect our employees? So all of our policies were, you know, closing lobbies, um, making sure employees understood that, hey, if you're feeling sick, don't come to work. Uh, we, we actually still require a mask and wellness checks for our employees, you know, eight months into it. Um, and then, you know, we had, the re- we had to adapt to the remote meetings. Right. 
and and that requirement's gone now. So you have to have in-person quorums. So, I mean, it's just been, and then the rules are changing, you know, from the state and federal government almost every week. And so we're having to amend policies, you know, quickly and get the messaging out and all that. And then at the same time, Tim and I are having to let the elected officials know, hey, this is what's going on. So they can tell the constituents or, or do all that. You know, we didn't feel the need to meet once a week like the county did, you know, to make decisions. Council had enough, you know, confidence in me, and I don't know how it was up sure, here, to draft the policies, implement them, and then and then just keep them updated. So, you know, and, and who knows how long this is going to go. Yeah. I mean, sadly, you know, yeah. it's, it's ramping up again. But, you know, I, I just think there won't be a normal again or right. what it used to be. What we considered, I agree with you, yeah. you know, what, what we considered what once was normal, I don't. I just don't know how we get back to that point. Yeah, and you know we we had to stop all of our events. You know we've been able to get them back going. A concert series. We're going to do our Christmas parade. You know tree lighting and that sort of thing. But for the three or four month period, we did nothing. Yeah. And so it hurt businesses. Um, you know, with the state doing what they did, closing restaurants and closing bars. That that really hurt. And then. We did what we could, you know, coming right. up with grant programs and things like that. But in the end, it's our job to protect the health, safety, and welfare of our citizens and employees. And I think we did a pretty good job of that. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I think, you know, to tag on to what Michael said, um, you know, we he and I both share the opinion that it is not the place of government to shut the business down or dictate specifically how the business itself will operate. Uh, we both operate mostly on on private property rights, and you know that's that's our first first uh, move all the time. But we do lead by example, and so you know in the business that we run, how we handled people coming into our lobbies, and you know we did the same thing. We separated, put put our employees behind you know uh, areas of glass, no touch contact as much as we could as we learned you know what are the real you know what's really happening here Uh, mike and i spent a lot of time on the phone together you know so that we could try to be because what people miss and and he and i and and uh, john hofstead uh actually sat on a panel and we talked about crisis management a couple weeks ago and you know the big thing is people don't care where the property lines are they they just don't care or i mean where the city limit lines are and so us and the michael and myself and the and the county administrator and michael and all of us together need to be sending out as much the same message as we possibly can. And so I I feel like we did a lot of that. I I also, um, you know, I echo your statement too. I'm proud of what this community did, the leadership in general in this community did um, to address it. There isn't, there was no, no book. Um, It's easy for he or myself to sell confidence to the council members when it's a hurricane. Yes. We got a couple of them this year too. So then you're like, shoot, this one I know. So I just tell them, look, don't worry about it. This is going to be fine. These are the things we're going to do. But with, with COVID it's different because it's, you know, we're, we're eight months into the 14 days to stop the spread. So, so how do you, you know, how do you continue to um, uh, keep business as normal as possible, keep the functions running? He and I talked a lot about things. You know, you, you have the president of the United States saying uh, nobody's going to shut your water off. Well, it doesn't exactly work that way <laughs> on the local government level. Somebody's <laughs> got to keep that, that well pumping. And so discussing how, you know, we, we waived fees, they waived fees, but trying to stay consistent and, and, and working together as a team I think is huge. Um, so I, I don't know if that's the answer to the question. But. No, I, I think so. I, I think it. I think it is. I think 
um, Mr. B did a good job responding to that question. And, and I feel like it's very similar to what we did here. And I think that is important that while we are two separate cities, um, and it feels like we're really far apart because there's an enormous Air Force right. reservation right. base between the two of us. The reality is we aren't that far apart. You know, Okaloosa County, we talk about the difference between the north and the south end, but the reality of it is, is we're all Floridians. We're all here in the panhandle. Right. And um, we we share a lot of common values and a lot of common goals in our daily lives and the way we live them. And being able to to not have that point where, oh, well, if you cross the river, it's this whole different world, you know, sure. or if you, you know what I mean? Like, so to me, that that's important for us to work well together for uh, the county to stand with the decisions and, and those types of things. And I felt like sitting back and, you know, dealing with all of it and, and watching all of it, it's been a definite, it's been an experience. And I imagine that there are still people that are, um, you know, they're still struggling just to comprehend exactly what we've been through in the sure. eight, well, last and, eight months. And who would have ever guessed one of the most polarizing subjects that I've ever been around was, do you wear a mask or do you, do yeah. you not wear a mask? Right. Right. I mean, that was one of the most, I mean, we, our city council had a three and a half hour meeting to talk about whether to mandate masks or not. We heard from both sides. And then after three and a half hours, there was no resolution right. or anything. I mean, the county pretty much did the same thing. I, I don't know what happened up here, but, you know, I do think one thing, working together was was very key. We sure. were sharing policies. We were communicating. You know, it's not a, it's not all about how much messaging you can get out there. Yeah. It's the quality of the messaging, Agreed. I think. Agreed. I think, and, and very similar messaging because, right. you know, we, we tried not to confuse everybody. Right. And and because the virus doesn't know if it's in Crestview or yeah, Walton. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you had you had libraries across the county sharing information about how they were going to continue to serve their clientele. Um, Michael and I talking about you know on a regular basis how are you going to treat you know when 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 someone in dispatch comes down with it how do we handle that situation what are you using to sanitize what am I one of the one of my best ones is uh, they we we won't the company will remain nameless <laughs> but the, yeah. a, a certain company ch- charged you know the city of Fort Walton less per square foot than they tried to charge us which lovely which we fixed <laughs> yeah but but I knew that because I chatted with Mike about it and said can you believe it's X number of dollars and he goes, not down here, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so, but but it's that communication that you know, and and you know, between the two cities, we, uh, you know, and then you had Lance from Destin, uh, you know, we really make up the majority of what the county is, and so I, I know Mike cares about the people that work for him uh, immensely. You know, both of us when we go home. We worry about, you know, I don't want to say worry, but we're, we're concerned that the decisions we make are in the best interest of, of our employees and their families and then the people that we serve. And so, you know, bouncing that off each other and making sure we do the best we can with the information we have, that's what that's what we do. Yeah, if, if you didn't care when you went home at the end of the day, you wouldn't be very good at your job. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. It's true. Or at, least, or at least you'd be doing a lot of it alone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, right. you know, with, with that, I think that that's a – we talked about some of the differences and some of the similarities and, and I'll push the, the mayor's uh, favorite hashtag this year sure. out on that, which is a community coming together. And I think in, even though we had to socially distance, I feel like we did, we did that. And from the way I, you know, from the, what the two of you have told me this afternoon, I feel like we, we have been a community coming together and we always will be here in Okaloosa because the air force and the army unite us. 
no matter what you know well the marines too sure. i can't leave them out um so the space military force. yeah do we have space force yeah, here yeah, yeah. <laughs> not here yet we probably certain probably provide some, some form. <laughs> but that, that being said it that is important that's i think that's important across um a lot of okaloosa county you know it is our hashtag a community coming together yeah. but i think it's been something that we've had to do through hurricanes and and yeah. pandemics and floods. floods and the school trying to figure out what the kids are going to do and you know it's it's been a lot um so i think with that we'll we'll end it on that thank you for being a participant and being um you know a community coming together and i appreciate you taking the time to speak with me today absolutely and uh, as always mr city manager i yes, appreciate sir. it as well Had and fun. that will do it for us thank you all right thank you Thank you for joining me for this episode of Civic View. If you would like to listen to future episodes, you can find them at civicview.podbean.com. That's C-I-V-I-C-V-I-E-W.P-O-D-B-E-A-N.com. You can also download their app for free in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store for your smartphone or tablet. Civic View is a public affairs program that can be heard Saturday mornings at 7.06 a.m. on WJSB-AM and WAAZ-FM. Our music was produced and performed by Scott Holmes, and you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at City of Crestview and you can also listen to the program on our website at www.cityofcrestview.org. And with that, I'll say be safe, Crestview, and I'll catch you next time.